G'day guys, welcome back to StatChat Sports. We're doing our AFL season previews and if you click on this video, you already know, we're talking about Brisbane and fellas, we finally made our top four. BT, Tazza on the call with us. We have Brisbane finishing in fourth and Tazza, I think that's probably a, an appropriate spot for them. Definitely a top four team, this one. Oh yeah, yeah, this is a team that's definitely going to be contending come, come the end of the year. They're... um. They're, they've just they they've got all around the park. Uh, they've made some pretty pretty good acquisitions over the over the off season. Where I mean they performed last season too. So it's just it's topping up what's already a good list. And yeah, uh, they're looking really good this year. Yeah, BT. The additions are good. This was a preliminary final team from last year. Uh, certainly, they're right in their window, and they'll be looking to make the grand final this year because I think it's overdue, isn't it? Oh, they need to. Within the next, this year or next year, they have to make a grand final. They've been thereabouts for the last few seasons. They're anywhere between finishing first to finishing fifth, in my opinion. I think there's a fair few teams around that. So their home ground advantage is huge, but if they can find a few more wins away from home, that will set them up for the season. So talking about the changes in the off-season, obviously they lose Dan McStay. And uh, if you check out our column of view, our video, I know the jury's a little bit out on this podcast as to the impact that that's going to have on not only Brisbane, but Collingwood. Uh, but I think Gunston, that's a really shrewd pickup, Tazza. So that that almost fills that that void a little bit with that experienced um, experienced talent. But but Dunkley's the main one, isn't it? Yeah, uh, I, I personally think Gunston, like Brisbane are in win-now mode. So I think he's an upgrade on McStay. I think Gunston's got that proven uh, premiership uh, pedigree, so he, he knows how to win, and he's he, he's still he was still kicking goals for the Hawks in a terrible Hawks team. Yeah, so absolutely. He, he he can get it done, and oh yeah, Dunkley's just it, that was I think the the big acquisition of the whole trade period um, just gone. So we've already seen. I mean, we're at the time of recording, we've seen a few practice matches, and he's fitted. He's, he fits in seamlessly. It's quite just unreal how he's just walked in there and almost taken that number one mid mantle. I mean, I'm hard to say that he's going to take it straight off Lockie Neal, but he looks every bit the uh, the Rolls Royce that that the Brisbane expected to to get in the trade period. Well, BT, you could argue that uh, Brisbane has recruited two gun midfielders in the off season. One of them just falling in their lap in Will Ashcroft. He's looking like an absolute superstar. Uh, from his two preseason games as well. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect for him. Again, Dunkley. I don't know Dunkley's age. I'm assuming he's early twenties. He's still he's fairly like young. Twenty six. He is twenty six. Okay, so mid twenties. Mid twenties. Yeah. yeah. So perfect age for them, and then bringing in the young fella as well in Ascroft. So this this has been a perfect off season for Brisbane for the future and for now. Yeah. So I think that's definitely our off season storyline is those additions, and it, it really just cements them as as a team that is right in their window and is going to be chasing that premiership, um, certainly in season 2023. Um, and, and a reason for optimism, we, we've talked a little bit about it. So we've got some terrific young draftees coming through, not just Ashcroft, but uh, Jasper Fletcher as well, Tazza, um, the second father-son pick that came, that really just fell in the lion's lap. So not only is this a contending team, but it's a team that has some really good young pieces uh, and they're building for the future as well. Oh yeah, they're 
they've got that really good spread of age, I think. They're, they've recruited perfectly, and, and like I said, guys like Gunston for now. But they're definitely, they're, they're more than armed for the future. They're, this is a team that will be up there for the next five or more years. We don't expect this uh, Brisbane to drop off at all. You've got guys like Cam Rayner. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was still quite young. Uh, Kitty Coleman, he's not that old, I think. <laughs> um, Stasevich is probably just getting on. Um, yeah, I mean, th- this is a team, you look straight down, look all over it. it it's There's a, a smattering of of early to, to mid-20s all the way through it. So um, they're going to contend for a while. Yeah, that's an interesting question, BT, because I, I want to get your thoughts because... I think this team, certainly they've got good young pieces and they'll be around for a while, but I think this is their window right now. They're, they've got some older players that are you know, right in their prime and, and they're probably looking to just tip over the edge. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at Zorko. I'm looking at, um, I'm looking at Neil. You know, Neil's probably getting to the point where he's in his prime and give it a couple of years, he might be coming out of it. Uh, Charlie Cameron as well. So, so BT, I reckon some of their real elite A-graders that are carrying this team, I think they're in their window for the next couple of years and then and then they might not. I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? I completely agree. These te- these players that carried this team the last few seasons in, in the UN, you're Charlie Cameron. Yeah, you, you've nailed it on the head. It's They've got two, three seasons with them, with their being A-grade players. Then outside that, they're just going to drop off that little bit. I'm not going to say Brisbane going to completely drop off, but yeah, I can see exactly what you're saying. I'm right on board, and I think these next two seasons they need to make a grand final. Big O twenty eight, Charlie Cameron twenty eight, Danaher twenty nine, Neil twenty nine, Rich on the Yorko, other side so, of twenty five. As Taza <laughs> likes to say, yeah, it, it could be interesting, but yeah, win win right now. That is where yeah. the lines are, are currently at. Uh, BT, give us a cause for concern for this team because we, we've we talked them up. We know they're a contender. We know they're going to be right in the mix come the end of the season. But we don't want to just paint a, a perfect picture of optimism because is there some weaknesses in this team? Well, me and you both had them finishing outside the top four and for the exact reason, I'm pretty sure. And this is their defence. No depth. Marcus Adam, we don't know what's happening with his concussion yet, so we don't know if he'll be back. So... Was it Jack Payne? He'll be playing the fullback, centre-half-back role with Harris Andrews. Outside of that, there's no real key defenders coming through for him. They they need to find... They they really have to hope they don't have any more injuries down back. And that's that's really their only concern, but it's a huge concern for him. Yeah, I think it's, I think Jack Payne has played reasonably well in the pre-season games and, and did get a bit of time last year. But Tazza, that's... It's an area that the Lions didn't address in the off-season, which I was a little bit confused about. Obviously, they had other priorities, but it, it was clear last year to Lions fans that the defence was the problem. The defence was limiting their their premiership run last year. It was it was very obvious. Yeah, agreed. Uh, they seem to have a bit of a logjam at halfback, but yeah, the key defenders really, um, they, they are sorely lacking. And every, everyone, obviously, the... There was the acquisition of Ashcroft and Dunkley and everyone thought, oh, they're just going to win this game out of the midfield. And maybe they do. Maybe that's their answer. Maybe it's if we just dominate the ball out of the middle and we don't see the ball down back um, come, it, come an injury crisis, 
maybe that's their answer, but yeah, they're, they're definitely lacking and, and need to address that, whether it be through a mid-season pick or through the development of youngsters. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. A mid-season draft pick of an established key defender could be the way to go for the Lions. Um, an all-Australian chance. So, so some of the regular segments that we've been doing on these season preview videos, if you haven't seen any of them before, what have you been doing yourself? Go and, go and check it out. We've got a full playlist of all the other teams that we've previewed. Uh, but, but an all-Australian chance and a, and a player that is not a yeah, an every-year Australian player. So we... We're not looking for your Lockie Neals, BT. We're looking for someone that's a little bit obscure and, and they're going to have to bust out a career-best year to make the All-Australian team. Who do you like? Well, with that acquisition of Dunkley, he's going to be playing that full-time midfield role with Lockie Neal. So I'm going I'm going to a huge McCluggage as a traditional wingman. Ah, the All-Australians yes. are going to get it right for once this season and going to have an actual wingman in the All-Australian squad. I don't believe you, BT. I don't believe you because this man's been in this in the All Australian forty for the last three years and he hasn't got a yeah. Guernsey. What's going to change? I think purely because he there is games where he plays on ball. He does play in as an actual midfielder. I think this season he's just going to be like an Ed Langdon type wingman up and down that wing because now they've got the extra midfielders coming through. He can actually just stay on the wing. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I think that. I think he's not going to make the All-Australian 22. I think he should. I think he's a he's one of the best wingmen in the competition. I think that's easy to say. But, yeah, more time on the wing, less time on the ball. I think the, the selectors, Tazza, have shown that they just care about the they just care about people racking up the footy. They don't really look at what's actually going on out there for that wing role. So I, I, I struggle to see him being rewarded. Yeah, oh, they love accumulators. I think that's, that's the thing for them. The guys that go in and win the hard ball... Um, McCluggage, uh, I mean, he, he can, but it's not his bread and butter. It's not what he's there for. It, it, it's what it's what the other boys in the midfield will be doing. So, yeah, I, I don't have enough faith in these selectors. They'd, year after year, they put out rubbish teams, so I don't have enough faith. Useless. We Just have useless. said time and time again, give us the job. Yeah. Give us the job because our Australian selection process right. is – Yeah, it is. It, it's right. We do it the right way. And I, I would be pretty confident in seeing – um, the suitcase in our team at the end of the 22. So, uh, yeah, don't mind it, BT. We're also looking for a breakout player. So we're looking for a player that is taking their game to another level in 2022. And, and really, you can go pretty broad with this. You could go from someone going from good to elite. You can pick a young player that's going to really cement themselves from the 22. Um, so the floor is yours. We're going with 25-year-old Eric Hipwood. I think it's his sixth season. He needs to have a quality year. He's never kicked more than 37 goals. That's the most he's ever kicked in a year. He's averaged 10 disposals nearly every season. So if he can get those 10 disposals up to the 13, 14, average around the six, seven marks, and then kick your 40 plus goals, that's a huge step for Brisbane and for him in his career. He's hitting his prime time for a key forward at 25, going 26. I think this is set up for him for a really solid year. Here's my call. He's finishing top five for Coleman. Within, that is a huge call. Within, within 10 goals or so of the actual Coleman. Wow. So just talk about this a bit, BT, because anyone that watched this channel last year <laughs> would know that you have a love affair 
with Smoke and Joe Danaher. So are you suggesting that Hipwood's the number one, Smoke and Joe is on the way out, you can send him out to the back paddock because it's Hipwood's time to shine. Is that what you're saying? That's exactly what I'm saying. Hip, oh. uh, Danaher, Danaher let me down. He started off the season on fire. My call was looking good for 70 goals of the season. But then he got injured. He's too injury prone, Danaher. So I'm jumping ship to Hipwood. I'm disappointed he, to say that. I'm really disappointed <laughs> to hear that. Man, that is just ridiculous behaviour. Nah, he let me down too much last season, Danaher. So I'm on board the Hipwood train. Smoke and Joe, you heard it here first. You're on notice, mate. You need a lift. <laughs> Your number one man has just betrayed you for old mate Hipwood. So this is an interesting call. And Tazza, what are your thoughts on Hipwood? Because he's never been able to just, you know, dominate as a number one key forward. But he doesn't he doesn't necessarily have the frame, but he's he's 200 centimetres tall. He, he's not a small guy. Yeah, I I don't think I've ever really seen him. I mean, I'm not, I haven't looked through the... I haven't watched him super closely, but I don't think I've ever really seen him tear a game apart and just dominate. I think he's always been that number two and hidden behind uh, Danaher, whoever else is there. And so I don't, I don't hate the call. I just can't see him being that dominant guy. Uh, I think sixty um, goals. Big, oh my God. big <laughs> stuff for BT. This is this is good. They don't win you the Coleman these days. Yeah, that's what I said. He'll be the Coleman's going to be very close this year, and he's going to be right in there. BT not missing a beat. I like it. That's very good. Um, And I think he is a year removed now from the ACL. He he came back quite Mm -hmm. late in the year last year, so um, he was a bit underdone. So you'd certainly like to see him with a with a much better output in twenty twenty three, and I think we'll see that. So it's ballsy, and I like it. BT, that's the sort of stuff we want. Um, Finish it off though. We're looking for someone under the pump. And again, this is a pretty broad scope, but just know that if you give us a vanilla call, if you give us a shit call, we will be on you. I love this guy, but I'm going with Jared Lyons. He's a fringe player at this club at the moment. It, it's hard with Dunkley, with Neil, with Barry, with Zach Bailey, with McCluggage, all these, and the young fellas coming through. It's, I don't know how many games he's going to play. He's just going, when there's an injury, he comes in. But he has to make make it count when he comes in to keep his spot in the team. But I, yeah, it's hard for him, especially end of last season. He wasn't even getting the game, so I don't know how they're going to play him, when they're going to play him. But when he gets his opportunity, he has to take it. As Tazzy would like to say, he's very much on the wrong side of twenty five. Mm-hmm. Uh, he turns thirty one this yeah. year. I mean, a season ago, twenty twenty one, Tazzy, this man was in the All Australian forty. He's, he's not a scrub. He can accumulate the footy very well, but it's the fight for spots, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he was picked off the scrap heap at, um, at Gold Coast. That that was one of the more perplexing yeah. delistings that I've ever seen. <laughs> but, yeah, and what, and what Brisbane were able to do with him was was huge. It was uh, he was a crucial cog to that team. But, yeah, like, like we've said, it, it, he's just on the outer... Um, yeah, wrong side of 25 and just there's too many younger guys in there that probably are just outshining him at the moment. He, I'm sure he'd get a gig at, at most other teams, but it just the the quality in this team has just pushed him out. Yeah, like a call, BT. Very good areas with that one. You've done well. Um, this has been our Brisbane Lions AFL season preview. We've got them sitting in fourth. And if you're watching this and you agree with us, let us know. Hit us up in the comments. Give us a like. 
um, let us know you're watching. There's not long to go. There's be probably by the time this video comes out, I think there'll be about a week to go until the AFL season starts. We've got three more previews still to come out before we get there. Make sure you stay tuned to keep up to date with who those teams are. And we can't wait for the footy to start. So um, keep on watching Stat Chat. There's going to be plenty of footy content coming all throughout the year. Cheers, guys. <laughs>